Are you the quantum mechanics? Yes, we are the quantum mechanics, the podcast that tinkers under the hood of the paranormal in an effort to work out whether we're just going mad or whether there really is something happening out there. Nope, we're going mad. Oh, we're um, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it feels like. Um, so, Ben, today, I thought we've not we've had some really great guests, right, on the show. Sure. I thought we needed some A-list celebrities this week. Oh, who have you so got for I, us? I've got a show packed with A-list celebrities. Wow. Okay. Graham Norton? Now, uh, well, it, uh, in the interests of... Um, of uh, unfair or non- not being unfair advertising, I must point out, I haven't actually got a guest at all, but we are going to talk about a lot of celebrities. Does that count? I, that's okay. Like, Google will probably find it if we put all of those people into our Yeah, I yeah. suppose we claim we've yeah. actually got them on, although we may have the spirits of them on. Oh, okay. So this, I uh, for the for listeners... In the UK, there is a show on that's on at the moment, a very massive show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I know the show is in a number of different countries under a variety of names, so listeners outside the UK may be um, familiar with the format. But if you're not, basically, I'm a Celebrity, it normally takes place in Australia, where kind of 10, 20, 15 celebrities are dumped in a rainforest and have to survive together and made to eat bugs and do trials and then one gets a bit... You know the thing. It's a reality TV show, basically, right? My description was terrible, wasn't it there? But No, 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 I've got it exactly right. So normally it takes part in Australia, but because of COVID, they're having to base it here in the UK. Um, and they've based it in uh, a castle in Wales. And there was a story that hit the press about the show, um, which really made me think about doing an episode uh, on celebrities. So let's start off with the I'm a Celebrity story, and then it should flow into that. Should we do that? Let's do that. So... Uh, I think this was first reported in a tabloid here in the UK called The Sun. And they're very good with their headlines. Their headline was, I'm a celeb spirity. Oh, that's good. I was going to go with, I'm a celebrity. Nice. I like that one too. There is going to be plenty of time for bad gags in this episode, I tell you. Uh, So to read the headline, I'm a celebrity, the reality TV show in the UK, is in crisis as the crew refused to work at night because of shadowy figures and horrifying noises. Well... So say the sun. That is what happens when you feed runners junk food. (laughs) Exactly. And the story goes on. I'm a celebrity is battling a fresh crisis as crew members scream, get me out of fear. Oh, dear. Yeah. They're refusing to work at night in Gwyrith Castle, where the show is set after seeing shadowy figures and hearing horrifying noises. Frightened production staff have even seen faces at windows in derelict parts of the historic structure. The panic threatens to disrupt filming, as crew insist on moving around in groups once the light fades, and that is when most of the action takes place. One insider said, People thought they saw a figure at one of the windows a couple of nights ago, and the spot has been pretty much off-limits ever since. Another source claimed, The place is utterly terrifying at night. 
Several of the crew are completely horror-stricken and don't want to go up to the castle. There's a lot of lights on the main set, but there are also many dark areas behind the scenes and some noises are extremely spooky. Even staff who don't believe in that sort of thing are reluctant to go up to some parts that were supposed to be used for running equipment and camera positions. If people keep getting scared, bosses are going to have to do something to combat it. Legend has it that the 19th century home in Abigail in North Wales with no electricity or running water, is haunted by the spirit of its former inhabitants. These most notably include Winfred Bamford Hesketh, Countess of Dundonald, who inherited Gwyth from her father in 1894. The aristocrat was married to Scots nobleman Douglas Cochrane, seven years her senior, but she died of heart failure in 1924 at the age of 64, and her surviving husband went out of his way to destroy her, her life's memory. As a result, it's claimed she has bitterly patrolled the corridors of Gwyrith from beyond the grave. There have been several reported sightings, most famously by Randolph Turpin, Britain's world boxing champion from the 1940s to the 1950s. Oh, another Turpin. Oh, another Turpin, they do get about. Uh, who was using the property as a training camp, I guess for one of his boxing matches, when he saw a woman crying. He spoke to her, she glared at him and immediately disappeared in front of his eyes. Mark Baker, chairman of Gwyneth Castle Preservation Trust, said, the, has been, the Countess has been seen quite a lot over the years. It's such an atmospheric place, particularly at night. It's so evocative that it incites one's senses. If you've got a great imagination, you'll start to step into the past. Okay. So... I'm really intrigued by the stories, but also ITV's press office. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have to confess, I did see a follow-up story that said that this castle, Gwyrith Castle, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, um, is planning to do paid-for haunted tours next year. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe when they do, we should probably go along, check it out, see if there is anything haunted. Um, it reminded me a bit, we did a story before about uh, an amusement park that was haunted and the crew refused to record there. But they were a crew who were yeah, yeah. Supposed, to, supposed to be look, look, investigating the paranormal. So I, I think if, uh, if, if some reality TV crew people are a bit spooked, then that's a different thing. So I'm with you, Ben. I'm not sure this is anything other than a PR stunt, albeit a good one, because it's kind of been everywhere in the UK, in yeah. the tabloids. But it did get me thinking about celebrities and ghosts. Okay. So where it took me was, hmm, I wonder if there are some celebrities who've been haunted by ghosts. Oh, okay, yeah. So I found uh, I found a few articles. Uh, one in uh, one I liked was in the Sunday Post, which uh, a newspaper, but it's quite an old one. But um, I'm just going to run through. Uh, there are a lot of people who were UK celebrities, which I'm sure a lot of our audience, or probably most of our audience, won't know. So I've gone for the big ones. I've gone for the big guns, the A-listers, Ben. Timmy Mallet. Timmy was not on there, oh. unfortunately. He didn't run it. Yeah, yeah, whack a day. Um, let's start. Should we start off with a Hollywood A-lister actor? Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Been haunted. By whom? Well, 
The hunky actor once admitted that when he first moved into his Hollywood home, he was visited by an older woman he called Madame Blue. True to form, he went investigating a strange noise in his house without wearing any clothes, and the two <laughs> made friends. <laughs> made friends. <laughs> he, he's supposed to be the sexiest man in the world, right? Matthew McConaughey, or at least one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, the ghost had no qualms with me. We get along just fine. Uh, she's a cool ghost. Maybe me being in the nude all the time is why we get along. <laughs> That's so this sounds like, just so, weird. <laughs> either Matthew or the ghost have had multiple sightings. <laughs> <laughs> that is really strange. Like, put a towel on or something. Madame Blue as well. Yeah, okay. So so he's a believer then? It sounds... Well, not only is he saying he's seen the ghost, he seems to, you know, have struck up quite a friendship. Interacted with, it, with, with him. Mad, with Madame Blue and sees it on a regular... Uh, regularly. I see. Is that ectoplasm in your room, Matthew? <laughs> Are you just pleased to see me? Good <laughs> God. Okay. I did. I did. I did have a parallel universe thought though, because Matthew McConaughey is supposed to be, like I said, I think he's the, one of the sexiest men in the world. And I started thinking about parallel universes that we talked about the other week, and there must be a parallel universe where you and me are like the sexiest men in the world, which is really bizarre. Oh well, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, not in this one though, is it really? You can't tell me on the microphone. No, that's true. Um, this one's a good one, and this one I like because uh, it involves two celebrities, one who was haunted and one who's doing the haunting. Okay. And it's somebody that we've mentioned before on the show. You'll find out in a minute. Winston Churchill was haunted. <clears throat> oh, now, yeah. he, might have, he might have seen Unflappable, but the British Prime Minister never liked sleeping in Abraham Lincoln's old room when he visited the White House and frequently asked to be moved. Uh, he was right to be jittery. On one visit during World War II, he claims he emerged naked from his evening bath smoking his customary cigar, only to find a ghostly Abraham Lincoln sitting by the fireplace in the room. Now, isn't this where he says his famous quote? Oh, go on, I didn't get that bit. Yeah, I think he says, um, you appear to have me at a disadvantage, sir. I think that's Is what, that where that comes from? Yes. I think that's what he is supposed to have said to the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, yes. Well, he, he did have his cigar in his hand. Yes. This, this is a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting, though, because we did mention Abe seeing a ghostly version of himself in the Doppelganger episode. Yeah. And I, wonder, I wondered if it was in the same room. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Well, that's that's interesting if, like... There's a lot of paranormal stuff around Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he's 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 a popular paranormal figure. He is. That was that was almost a tongue twister. He is. But I, it's interesting. Like I did know that story about um, Churchill seeing him. I did, is it ever known whether Churchill reported that himself or whether it was hearsay? Yeah, I mean, I I think it was. Well, if he did the quote, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think we might need to do a bit of digging on that, don't you think? Yeah, I would quite like to know. Because if, if Churchill freely admitted to seeing the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, then 
Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Although, again... Although the quote does sound like something he would have said. Yeah, so yeah. That, that... Well, I think that is attributed to that moment. But again, yeah. like, there's a whole load of historical stuff you've got to look at. Like, it would absolutely do British relations with the US a lot of good if the Prime Minister who has persuaded them to get involved in Second World War is now seeing... The ghost of Abe. The ghost of Abe, yeah, because he's like, well, even Abe appreciates what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's even come and visit me you, in my bath. In the bath. I, I tell you what, if that happened, I would probably always wear swimming trunks. Yeah, well, it's starting to worry me now, because also you're at your most vulnerable, and now we've had two stories in a row, Matthew McConaughey and Winston Churchill, both naked when they saw a ghost. Two similar stature men but quite different looking yep 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 well my next one lady gaga she took it a stage further so it was reported in 2020 that singer lady gaga spent three thousand pounds on electromagnetic field sweepers and other equipment to remove evil spirits and bad energy before her monsters ball concert in london Gaga also held a seance to get rid of the ghost, whose name is reportedly called Ryan. Ryan? Not the most, Ryan, not the most exciting name for a ghost. A source from her tour explained, more than anything, the spirit is annoying her. He won't leave her alone. She's freaked out by his presence. Ryan. Leave her alone, Ryan. I, lo- I mean, I, I, when I was a lot younger, I did work in the music business. That is the kind of request that you just go, oh... What Lady Gaga? What three? She wants three thousand pounds for electromagnetic field sweepers uh, and a few hundred to hold a séance. Okay, because <laughs> Ryan is bothering her. Because Ryan's bothering her. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a less scary ghost than Ryan. Yeah, Ryan is not filling me full of fear. No, no. I, 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 there's nothing in here that says whether this ghost disappeared after all that work. I, 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 have you heard of an electromagnetic field sweeper? I'd not come across. I'm not a big expert on paranormal equipment because well, I don't believe in it. But uh, electromagnetic field sweepers, what are they? Isn't that like, um, isn't that a fancy way of talking about a K2 meter? Oh, is it like a? I think oh, so because right. that picks up electromagnetic um, sort of frequencies and anomalies. I would guess that it's the same. So she just what she's just. She's using that. She's just trying to find out if there's a ghost there. Yeah. She, it doesn't get rid of ghosts. No. It's not some... No, 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 no. Okay. I, right. I, it does sound to me... Well, it sounds like three, eccentricities. Three grand, though. It must be a good one. Yeah, I was going to say, I bought mine from Amazon for 30 quid. <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> Blimey. You didn't, you didn't sell it to Lady Gaga on eBay, did you? No, <laughs> I didn't. No. Uh, now the the next one, I think for a lot of our younger listeners, they won't know who this person is, but I I love this person, and I'm I I don't know, but I reckon you you will have a soft spot, Telly Savalas. Oh, the lollipop loving master of Milton Keynes. Who loves your baby? Yeah, it's it oh. Kojak. Kojak, yeah. So Telly Savalas was. Uh, he was a big TV star and he was one of the first detectives, really, wasn't he? One of the first TV detectives in the, well, kind of, you know, 70s 
yeah. detectives, Kojak. Um, it was, he was also in quite a few films. Bald Head, very famous for his bald head. And lollipop this sucking. Sto- and lollipop sucking. Um, this is a great story. So, uh, Telly Savalis, the star of Kojak, was uh, out driving his car one day uh, and he ran out of fuel. Uh, and then he heard someone behind him while he's tinkering around with his car ask him if he wanted a lift. Uh, Telly uh, Savalis says, I turned, saw a guy in a black Cadillac and climbed in. He loaned me a dollar and I insisted I pay him back and got him to write his name and address on a scrap of paper. The next day, Savalis looked up the Good Samaritan in the phone book. A woman answered the call and confirmed the man he named was her husband. But he died three years ago. Oh. Savalis said, when I showed her the paper, she told me it was her husband's handwriting. I described his clothes and she says those were the clothes he was buried in. Wow. Okay, that is a good story. That's a very good story. And Telly Savalis, not one to be known for going around making stuff up no and kind of a straight talker as well a straight talker but again that is so odd why why is this ghost hanging around waiting to give telly savalis a lift yeah is it a coincidence that it's telly savalis or was it just you know so did he did he actually get in the car and drive to well it presumably went and got a can of petrol and came back again yeah, I didn't get that bit of the story, but it, it definitely got in the car. So he went somewhere in a ghost. Yeah. So he is basically a ghost stops by the side of the road to help him, who's got a ghostly car, which Telly Savalis gets in. Yeah. The ghost writes something on a bit of paper, right, that Telly Savalis still has. And the... The guy's been dead for three years, and the widow says, yep, that's my husband's handwriting. I love that. I was going to say it'd be nice to do some analysis on the paper, but if he's only been dead three years, carbon dating ain't going to help. Yeah, unless it's some really sick prank that Telly Savalis have been planning for years. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. Surely not. (laughs) I'll go and fool his widow for three years. (laughs) Yeah, he had he had a hobby of winding widows up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that story, though. I thought that was good. That's really good. That's really, really good. And the thing is, it's so frustrating. Like, if that had happened, because presumably that was in the 70s or 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if that had happened today, like, you might, you, you'd have a camera phone on you. And so you might take a photograph or... You know, even Telly Savalas himself might have done a a selfie with him going, oh, you know, I've run out of petrol, you know, just to prove to yeah, yeah. people. And then he'd have that photograph with her dead husband if that was who he was. Yeah. That's, that is nuts. That is nuts. Yeah. I do, I mean, I suppose it's quite, it is possible. It is just possible that I like is it a common name is it is it possible that he well no because she, he he gave him the telephone he gave number. name and address right yeah, yeah, and the address. yeah. so telly savalis got the telephone number from the address ah oh, right yeah and spoke to the widow okay yeah it's very hard to find a hole in that story yeah i, I like that story apart a lot. from the obvious hole that telly savalis 
went to a gas station in a ghost car. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Apart from that, it all checks out. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? Uh, <laughs> um, so the, uh, a few weeks ago, we did uh, an episode on parallel universes, and we featured a Beatles album, Everyday Chemistry, that is said to come from a parallel universe. And who'd have thought, Ben, the Beatles were such a hotbed of paranormal stories? Because, and and this kind of ties in a bit with everyday chemistry. So I don't know if you remember in, uh, well, in the, what, mid to late 90s, there was this Beatles song that suddenly came back out, that the surviving Beatles, after John Lennon's death, got together and they released a song called Free as a Bird. Yes. I don't know if you remember that I do that remember song. that, yes, yes. So it was an old Beatles song that I think Lennon had written and had never properly been recorded, but some of the vocals had gone down. So the rest of the band, almost as a tribute to John Lennon, got together and finished off the recording and recorded some extra bits, uh, released it. In, so they went to the studio in 1995 to record bits of it because some of it was already recorded. So you've got Ringo Starr, you've got Paul McCartney, and you've got George Harrison. Uh, but while they said while they were in the recording sessions, they sensed the playful spirit of John Lennon during the session. Paul McCartney said, there were a lot of strange goings on in the studio, noises that shouldn't have been there, and the equipment kept doing all manner of weird things. There was just an overall feeling that John was around. Okay. So, so that's about that's about loads in me. I started to think about um, the thing we did on EVPs, Joe Meek. I started thinking about parallel universes and the back. So much was going on in my head when I heard that story. Yeah, yeah. Well, so are they sort of saying that he had a, an influence from beyond the grave then on that track? I don't think they've gone that far, but I think they are saying. Well, I guess they are. They're saying, look, a load of stuff happened that was really strange in the studio. Lots of weird noises, equipment not working. And, you know, Lennon was, you know, a bit of a joker and a bit of a trickster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think they were saying, yeah, we just all thought, yeah, that's John. Interesting. John messing around. And and I believe it, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that's probably the only time the three of them, Ringo, George Harrison and McCartney, had worked together. I'm sure there's Beatles fans out there who are just going to send us loads of emails and say that's complete rubbish. But, yeah, 1995, at least probably the last time they all got together. Yeah, possibly. And and to work on a song, you know, that John, had, I think, wrote and laid down. So it, the strange noises weren't this voice going, let Yoko do it. Let Yoko <laughs> yeah, have a go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> um, so I like that story. Um, Roger Moore. He does. Love Roger Moore. So the there's another, this is a great one with Roger Moore. The former James Bond was left shaken and stirred one night when he awoke with the feeling that someone was in his room. Roger Moore says, Lying there with the light of the moon coming through the window, I saw a misty substance floating across the bed. I was rigid with fright. When it disappeared, I looked at my watch and saw it was precisely 2am. 
The next night, at the same time, the same thing happened. <laughs> I love this bit. Our home help told me to leave a Bible open. At the t- <laughs> Our home help? <laughs> to leave a Bible open at the 23rd Psalm on my bedside table. Reluctantly, I'd agreed to do it and try one more night. It worked, and I never had that experience again. Well, I've got lots of questions, but most of all, why has he got a home help? <laughs> well, he's rich. He's got a home help. He was Roger Moore. But that just sounds like... You come on, Roger Moore doing the washing up. You can't, uh, you can't see it, can you? Mm, no, I suppose not. But I love the fact that Roger Moore, who was, out of all the James Bonds, the most innuendo-y... Yes. ...just managed to, you know... Coming, there was a light of moon coming through the bed. I saw a misty substance floating across the bed. I was rigid with fright. Well, at his age, he's probably just happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, d- I did think, I uh, I wonder whether the ghost... No, I was going to do the wrong line. How do you do a, can you do a Roger Moore? No, I can't. No, no. No, I can't let me, do let, let, me, let me. He was more... The ghost must have had a license to chill. Oh, <laughs> that was Roger Moore. Yeah, I, I like. I see what you did. I see what you did. Yes, that was that was quite good. That was quite. No, good. it really wasn't. <laughs> he would also have had other quips, like I saw straight through him, and yeah, other, yeah, other yeah, things like I that. But straight, yeah, I saw straight through him. <laughs> I've got to stop. Um, I've got a short one about Keanu Reeves. He saw a ghost. He saw a ghost when he was a boy. I like this one. Uh, He says, I was living in New Jersey when I saw and felt this ghost. I remember just staring at this suit which had no body or legs. It just came into the room before disappearing. It was a double-breasted suit in white and I looked at my nanny who was just as shocked as me. I still see that figure in my dreams. Gosh. Which reminded me of our um, when we had Ruth Roper Wild on for our Halloween special, the stockings. Do you remember? Oh, there was of course, the, the black stockings. stockings. Yeah. This one's a full suit. Celebs take it a stage further, don't they? A-listers, they go further. That's quite dapper. Yeah, double-breasted suit in white. Interesting. So, um, how old was Keanu? Do we know? Don't know, but he had a nanny. He had a nanny. Okay. Who saw it as well. So it wasn't just him who saw it. Huh. Well, I mean, you can't, yeah, I I believe it. Yeah. Um, I've got two more of these and then we're going to move on to something else. Okay. Royalty. Even royalties, even royalty has um, creepy apparitions. The Queen reported seeing the ghost of John Brown. Do you know who John Brown is? No. So John Brown was Queen Victoria's personal assistant. Uh, There was a famous movie a while back with Dame Judi Dench and Billy Connolly, I think, played John Brown. I think there were rumours at the time that John Brown was her secret lover and there was lots of kind of innuendo stuff. But he was her loyal servant and... Uh, looked after Queen Victoria. Um, But the Queen, our current Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, was in a corridor and she said she felt the presence 
uh, of John Brown in that corridor. And Brown is one of the most popular ghosts to be seen at Balmoral Castle. Uh, and he's been seen by others walking around the castle. He's said to always wear his kilt, which makes him very uh, distinctive. Right, OK. Uh, other royal residences are haunted as well. Windsor Castle uh, is said to be the most haunted of all the monarch's palaces, with as many as 25 ghosts reported. The ghost of Elizabeth I has been seen by several members of the royal family, including the Queen. Oh, so that's, that's at least twice the Queen has seen a ghost. Yeah, and what's interesting, um, interesting to see Elizabeth I, for her especially. Yeah, yeah. And um, Elizabeth I has appeared... Uh, also appeared in the doppelganger thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah. She saw herself as a ghost. Yes. Or as a doppelganger. As a doppelganger, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, that's that's fascinating. Oh, you see, I'm, like, it's probably not royal protocol for her to, like, I can see that those things are good for, like, visitors and stuff, but you just want to sit down with her and go, like, like what have you seen? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... um she doesn't see again. I, I all I know about the Queen is uh, from watching The Crown, so I probably shouldn't take it too literally. She doesn't seem like a person who would mess around with that kind of rubbish. No, if she hadn't seen something. No, 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 no. She's got her head on coins. I mean, that's not the sort of person you don't get your head on coins by making up ghost stories. Yeah, yeah. That's that's um, brilliant. I love that. Is it? Is there any? Um, uh, you might not have it there, but I'm intrigued as to whether any of the young royals have come out with anything. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Uh, but I was thinking, it did make me think, there's definitely a royalty episode mm. on Ghosts because, you know, we have a lot of hauntings that involve royals and it seems like royals see a lot of hauntings and it doesn't have to be just, you know, British monarchy. It could go wider than that. Because I think there is that historical thing, isn't there? There's the uh, most royal lineages have kind of horror stories, don't they? Like, the you know, the princes being killed in the tower. Yes, and, yes. You know, beheadings. There's such a violent past that either uh, helps push the, the stories or, on the other hand, could create paranormal activity. Yeah, agreed. We've had some good names there, right? Well, the Queen. We've had, we've had A-listers. We've had the biggest music group in the world. We've had the Queen. And we've had James Bond. <laughs> so, Ben, I, I, I don't think we can top the Queen for a celebrity who's seen a ghost. You know, I, I would imagine she is the most famous person in the world, I would guess. Maybe I would think so, yeah. Presidents and the Queen. So I don't think we're going to do better than that. So I started to think, okay, so these are celebrities who've seen ghosts. But, you know, hey, what about people who've been haunted by celebrity ghosts? Oh, now you're talking. Uh, and again, they seem to be a mixture. Well, there's a lot of movie stars in here uh, and some uh uh, musicians so uh, there's a few stars of the silver screen which I think is quite interesting as well and again we can talk about why that might be in a minute uh, Joan Crawford one of the, the famous most famous actresses in the world 
Crawford's Brentwood, California house apparently came pre-haunted, according to her daughter, Christina. And when Crawford herself died, snapping, Don't you dare ask God to help me, she said at a woman praying at her bedside. And Crawford then joined the other malevolent spirits in starting fires and driving successive tenants to alcoholism and divorce. No more supernatural phenomena have been reported since an exorcism took place in the house in the early 90s. Mm. So she, she kind of uh, just decided to just get on with it and join the gang. Yeah, stay. It reminded me a bit of The Haunting of Hill House, actually, if anyone's seen that thing on Netflix. Yeah. It's very very similar. That did, did anyone see an apparition of Crawford? Or... I don't know, but her daughters seemed pretty convinced that her mother was there and you'd think you know she she would know right yeah 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 so there, there was obviously some kind of spooky stuff that went on in the house before Joan Crawford's death and yeah that concept that Joan Crawford like you said just went yeah I'll join them <laughs> seems like a laugh I love that as your maybe not your final words but some of your final words. Don't you dare ask God to help me. <laughs> she was uh, she was fairly unique. Fairly unique. Strong character. Uh, another movie icon of the silver screen, Gene Harlow. Oh, yeah. The original blonde bombshell is said to still inhabit the Beverly Crest, California home where she allegedly suffered abuse at the hands of her husband, who was an MGM executive who later shot himself in their bedroom. One family who lived there in the 70s reported hearing heartbreaking sobs, smelling perfume and hearing a, a woman whisper, please help me. Hmm. Which I, again... Now, and maybe it's just because this is the home of celebrities, but there seems to be a lot happening in California and uh, Hollywood. Well, I suppose the other thing that I'm just thinking about what... Um... We've mentioned this before, what Ruth said about when people say, oh, I saw someone in Victorian clothing. We probably don't really know what that is. And maybe these ghosts, just because they're recognisable, they get reported more. Because it's a lot easier, it's a lot more fun to say, oh, I saw the ghost of Crawford yeah. than <clears throat> I saw yeah. a strange old lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was Roger Moore's nanny. Oh no, was it help? Home help. Roger Moore's home help who was haunting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh well, well, let, well let's 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 move off the 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 Hollywood A-listers for a bit. We will come back to them. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, the famous outlaws. So visitors to the site where the pair were gunned down in Louisiana have seen orbs in photos. And those who viewed their bullet-ridden Ford V8 on display in Nevada. Bonnie supposedly haunts the lobby of the Baker Hotel in Texas. Um, so Clyde can't be far away. So basically this story, it, they're, they're a bit the modern-day Dick Turpin. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're seen uh, in Louisiana. And orbs are also seen in photos that people take of the site where they were gunned down. Uh, people who've seen their car, a bit like um, James Dean's car, mm -hmm. Little Bastard, have also 
had weird things happen. And uh, Bonnie haunts her hotel lobby in Texas. She's busy. Busy. Maybe they're part of the same looky-likey agency as Dick Turpin, I wonder. Oh, boy. It it does make you wonder, like, wh- well, yeah, we've said before, what, what are they up to? Yep. <laughs> just hold one plate. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I suppose it makes sense. Maybe if you can just flit around in time and space, it doesn't matter. You can go wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. Awesome Wells. I like this one because it's got food in it. Um, now, Awesome Wells, apart from being famous actor, director, um, was an obsessive foodie. I think he did a number of TV programs. I think he wrote a reg- regular article, didn't he? Articles on foods. He was a real food critic. Um, people have seen his ghost enjoying an after-dinner brandy at, <laughs> at the Sweet Lady Jane Bakery on Melrose Avenue. Now, why he might be enjoying, enjoying a stiff brandy at a bakery is because it is the former site of his favourite restaurant. So uh, he's, what, just seen by, by people passing by or people who were in there? People, people, well, both, I think. People who were in there have spotted him, a bit like the sweet shop story that we did with Ruth Roper Wild, where there was a mysterious hand. But I think people have, especially at night, have been walking past the bakery and seen him sitting there downing a brandy well more more important than this is why do bakeries in the uk not sell brandy (laughs) (laughs) i think i think he brought his own oh okay (laughs) oh i must remember that yeah you Uh, have to bring your own you'll have to think of that in the afterlife have a bottle ready for yourself see but i guess well i suppose if he's bought his own then yeah because i was thinking about a ghost manipulating a glass that belonged to the restaurant but if he's manipulating his own stuff, then, yeah, he'll have it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A uh, bit of similar, it's a very quick one. Uh, visitors to Alcatraz report hearing spooky banjo music coming from the cell that was occupied, occupied by Al Capone. I see. He didn't die there, so I don't know why, he's, why you would... If you'd spent all that time incarcerated in Alcatraz, I don't know why your ghost would come back and why he's learned to play the the banjo. So Oh, he couldn't play sense. the banjo in not as far as I know. So it could as well be the ghost of somebody from the Rednecks doing their <laughs> yeah. rendition of Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or something from Southern Comfort. Um, yeah. Yeah. That seems um, like a bit of a reach. No, it's him playing the banjo that he's learned since he died. Um, <laughs> now, this one's another two famous musicians. So there seems to be a lot of musicians that feature in this celebrity list. Amy Winehouse and Pete Doherty. So uh, this was reported in The Sun in 2011 that Pete Doherty, a uh, famous musician from the band The Libertines, had fled to Paris after Amy Winehouse's ghost showed up at his London flat three or four times. He said she'd come to warn him of the dangers of hard living. Why he was so freaked out is that he was clean at the time. Oh. 
<laughs> so that that is almost like that's a um uh, a Dickensian story almost like a ghost yeah, that yeah. brings warning. But ha- did did she speak to him? Is that is that what he's saying or I I think he was just so freaked out that she kept just appearing to him that he he left the flat and went to uh to I don't know why he chose Paris, but he went away. Well, he's from the Libertines. He would have gone there, wouldn't he? Of course, um, yeah. Yeah, he fled to Paris to get away from Amy Winehouse's ghost. Gosh, well, that is that is a thing. I mean, although you know, he says he was clean. Mm. He's taken quite a lot of drugs in his time, so I, I'm not sure you would put him on the stand as your reliable witness, would you? No. Much as I love the Libertines. Maybe maybe his next-door neighbour, she just enjoyed eye makeup and he got them confused. Yeah. The last one I want to do before uh, something that I tried on social media that we can talk about. The last one is Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I bet she gets around. Yeah, she... Um, she she's she's got a touch of the dick turpins about her to be honest she appears everywhere uh so these locations all have reports of ghosts of marilyn monroe uh she makes friends with people who bought her gorgeous brentwood home so they've seen her ghost uh although it probably doesn't hurt your resale value when you come to sell does it that no. you've got marilyn monroe haunting the place uh, she hangs out at the Cabana Room Suite, number 246, in the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Or the mirror in the lobby in which a guest once saw Marilyn's ghostly reflection. Uh, yeah, there's been seances that have been held at Crypt at Pierce Brothers Westwood Village Memorial Park when she's there. Um, uh, which have... People have reported... So all these people or a number of people have seen her in these different locations uh, and unsurprisingly, a number have reported smelling her Chanel Number no. 5 perfume. Well, I like that. Um, I like the fact when uh, ghosts haunt with a smell because that, to me, is almost tangible. It can't be a trick of the light or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Um, and and Chanel number no. five is pretty distinctive. If no one else in the house has got it, it's you know, I'm not saying it's evidence, but it's it's it just seems, I don't know, it's more romantic in a way and a bit more, like I say, tangible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Ben, so I was thinking about this a lot about the celebrities, yeah, uh, and especially this bit about celebrity hauntings and I was trying to get it through my head whether it would be scarier, freakier, spookier to be visited by a celebrity ghost or just a ghost that you didn't know. Um, I think it would be weirder if it was a celebrity ghost because you'd have to wonder what they're doing there. Yeah, yeah, I and agree with that. And it also depends on who it is. Like, if it was Kenny Everett, I'd be well up for it. It'd be very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it was, like, someone from the bill, but, like, less interesting. The, the bills are, what, soap? British soap, isn't it? I a a defunct it. British soap, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's not on anymore. Uh, 
Well, yeah. So I started thinking if I was going to get visited by a celebrity ghost, who would it be? And I went all around the place. I went, you know, lots of... I'm really into my music, so lots of that came up. But then I just kept thinking, you know, there's that saying, isn't there? Don't meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. And I just... I mean, don't meet your dead heroes. If that went wrong, it'd be terrible, right? It would, particularly if you were in the bath. So I started thinking of who would be the ultimate person to have. And I settled for Andy Kaufman. Oh, that's a good one. You know, comedian, performer, actor, who famously had people singing along at his own funeral. He just seems the kind of guy... If he had the opportunity to come back and see you as a ghost, he'd, he'd plan it out, right? He wouldn't waste that opportunity. He'd make the best of it. He would make the best of it, yeah. And you could also check whether he's really dead or not, because that's the other story, isn't it? Yeah, that's the other story, yeah. His brother claims he faked his own death. Mm. Which, uh, yeah. Did Have you ever had any dealings with Andy Kaufman? No, no. So you'd have just, to, like, invite him somehow. Yeah, well, I'm thinking the fact that I've just thought about it and that it's gone out of the airwaves. I think that, you know... I, I also think he'd make it funny. He wouldn't make it scary. Oh, he would make it funny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but in a sophisticated kind of way. He wouldn't just, yeah. like, do a fart or something. No, exactly. He'd have, he'd have something planned out. You got you. You mentioned a few names there. Is anybody else that you? Is there anybody you'd like to be haunted by a celebrity? Or? Um, I think probably Morecambe and Wise. Oh, nice. I love Morecambe and Wise, and yeah. I never really got to see them because they were sort of gone before I was old enough to really appreciate them. And again, like Andy, they wouldn't be scary. Yeah, they they. They'd do something good as well, wouldn't they? They would. They'd do a little dance routine. I'd like to come down in the morning and they'd be in the kitchen doing that one. You know the one where he makes the grapefruit talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they're yeah. doing that routine. Well, I um, I thought I'd ask our um, listeners who they'd have come and what celebrities they'd come uh, and have haunt them and why. So I just put I put it out on social media a couple of days ago and I was expecting, you know, four or five people to come back that we could talk about on the show. It's just gone crazy. It's still going. We have had well over a thousand responses. So not a thousand suggestions, a thousand people have picked a celebrity that they would like to haunt them and some of them are given good reasons why. Oh, wow. So I... Uh, it's it's incredible. A thousand and I'm I'm on social media now. They just keep coming through. So there's definitely a, a market if if even for those those ghost looky likey agencies to uh, to get a few kind of hauntings going. So I can't obviously I can't mention over a thousand people on the show. But I had a trawl through just before uh, we started recording to try and see if there were any themes who the most popular people were and just and just pick some out. So interesting that we both picked comedians because mm. comedians were very popular and probably 
one of the uh, names that kept coming up constantly, and it kind of in the theme of the two that we've just mentioned, Robin Williams mm. was probably the number one choice. I can see why. People want to ask him why he did it, I guess. Yeah, and also what, what you realise reading people's comments is how much he touched so many people's lives. So yeah. there, there, there's a mixture of kind of sadness that he's gone. There's the kind of, you know, Morecambe and Wise, Kaufman thing that we're talking about that he would make it funny. You, you'd get the most out of your haunting experience if it was Robin Williams. Yeah, you would, um, yeah. And uh, and yeah and and so, and a lot to find out you know why you know so I thought that was amazing. A ton of musicians came up. Uh, Elvis, incredibly popular. John Lennon, a lot. Prince, David Bowie, Jimi Hendrix, a lot for Bob Marley. Uh, Tupac, really popular. I mean, there was there was a whole raft of musicians, but probably they're the names that came up the most. It would be quite good to wake up in the night and find you've got the ghost of Prince sitting on your bed. Yeah. First of all, he wouldn't be very heavy. Yeah, that's and he's true. he's quite small, so you could like snuggle up with him, and he could, oh yeah, he could play something amazing. Yeah. It's funny actually. Somebody told me uh, actually it was um, uh, Stephen who was on the show the other week when we were talking about the Beatles. Told me he had a friend who uh, had worked with Prince uh and he just he had to had to take big time off or or leave because Prince just didn't stop working they do a gig <laughs> they do a gig and then after the gig Prince would say oh I want to do a kind of you know you used to do the famous for doing those secret gigs so they'd go from a massive gig finishing what two two and a half hour gig finishing at half ten they do a, a secret show which started at half 12 at night and would go on till three or four in the morning. Uh, Prince would get a couple of hours sleep and then insist that everybody was in the studio for a couple of hours to do a bit of recording and then they're back rehearsing for the next day at kind of midday the next day. Just didn't stop, didn't stop working. Good Lord. Well, he was quite good so, at So, that. yeah, well, I'd say if he visits, you're probably not going to get much sleep, which is probably good. Um Movie stars, it's interesting we talked about Marilyn. I'd say Marilyn Monroe was the most popular female movie star that came up. Uh, and again, similar, lots of I really would like to know what went on there, you know, whether she took her own life or whether there was some big conspiracy going on. Um, interesting, though, top male actor that people want to be haunted by in my unscientific survey. Do you have any thoughts? Top male actor. Um, it makes sense when I. It will make sense when I tell you. Um, I'm just trying to think who I would like. Wait, wait the uh, God. What was he called? The guy from The Crow. Um, Not Bruce Lee's son. No. Uh, you're thinking of. Um, uh, yes. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yes, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger did come up a fair bit. Um, yes, Heath Ledger did come up quite a lot. Um, no, the reason I say you will kick yourself when I say it, Patrick Swayze. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'll yeah. make some pots with Patrick. We had a few culture vultures out there. So Shakespeare came up 
called Monet. I, the, the Monet one didn't say why, but I guess you'd have to do a ghostly painting. Uh, from the sci- field of science, Tesla came up a lot and Einstein came up a lot. Oh, yeah, Einstein, yeah. Um, some funny ones. A lot of people said the ghost of Christmas future so they could find out what the hell's going on. <laughs> Which I thought, well, what is going to go on? What, is, quite what like. is happening? Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of people who went for Casper, the friendly ghost. There were, there were a few, um, there were a few uh, cautionary tales of people saying I shouldn't have posted it because it would be attracting evil spirits that wouldn't be the uh, the ghost of the celebrities, which I guess is a fair point. But so I hope nobody is suffer that. There was one post that really intrigued me, and I'm trying to follow it up but I'm just going to read I'm not going to name the person in case uh, they don't want to take it any further so yeah this um, this post really intrigued me so it's a guy who says okay so I was actually visited by a celebrity ghost about a year or so ago and I've no idea why because I was never a big fan but afterwards I found out that he used to have a studio up here he would frequent quite a bit and our house was his aunt's house, so he used to stay here. I had looked, turned around and Kurt Cobain was in my living room. What? Just sitting on my couch in a white aura all around him, like he was glowing slightly, and it was enough to capture my attention. Now, the crazy thing about it is my partner recorded the whole thing as well. In this recording, you can hear me talk and also a man talk back to me. He thought it was weird, as here I am in some sort of trance in my living room, and here he is standing in the doorway thinking I was talking to myself, but in reality I was not. He could not hear anything as it was happening only on the recorder. Figure that out. Laugh out loud. Oh my God, I I need to hear that recording. Well, he somebody said that actually in one of the posts, saying, oh my God, because it was one of the groups that we're a member of. Uh, and someone said, oh, God, can we hear that recording? And he said, yeah, I'm sure my friend's still got it. I will upload it if I can get it off him. So I've sent him a message saying, look, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to find out more about this story. So hopefully this is something we can find out more. But there's a bit of everything there. The recording seems genuine because it's like an EVP. There's a kind of history of where the house is. That, I, it's intriguing. Put that, it that is an way. amazing story. Yeah. Oh, I love Kurt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, let's let's get on to that because um, we could. Uh, that sounds like a case for our EVP expert. Yeah, I think there's some EVP stuff. There's some real. I'd love to dig a bit more into the house and the background story of it. So. Fingers crossed we'll get a response from uh, this person who's uh, living in uh, a house that was frequented by Kurt Cobain and where he saw Kurt Cobain's ghost and possibly has an EVP with Kurt Cobain on it, which would be amazing. Oh, God. I'd love that so much. Oh, wow. What a great audience. Yeah. I was amazed. There's, like I said, over a, over a thousand responses to that. So thank you, thank you, thank you people for engaging with that i i honestly thought we'd have about you know 10 responses 
So when the, it's funny, when the response is first coming through, I was kind of responding and liking everyone's and going, oh, yeah, good choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, I, just, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. They're still coming. So, yeah, thank you, anyone who uh, uh, interacted with that. And, yeah, we'd love to find out more about this Kurt Cobain story. Absolutely. And whilst we've been talking and you were talking about the, um, uh, the ghost looky likey agency that we always refer to. Yeah. The most ironic celebrity you could be haunted by uh, would be Michael Staniforth. Do you remember him? No. That... So, so he played Timothy Claypole in the kids' show Rent a Ghost. Oh. Oh. Now, he was a genius. People outside of the UK, oh. I don't know if you ever got this show, but you can find bits of it on YouTube. Such a weird BBC show, but the. Basic. It was nuts, wasn't it? It, it was, was BBC, nuts. wasn't it? It was BBC, yeah. Yeah, it was It was made for kids. It was on like five o'clock in the afternoon. And the basic concept oh. is that um, you, if you needed a ghost to come to your party or your house or do whatever, you could rent a ghost from Rent-A-Ghost. And Timothy Claypole, was, uh, he was supposed to be the polter, a poltergeist who had used to be a court jester. And he was played by this incredible actor called Michael Staniforth, who used to do, uh, you know, he was an RSC trained actor. And I'm looking at him right now on Google. He, oh, just bring back so many memories. He inhabited that role. And that oh. show could have been maybe scary or whatever, but every time you saw Timothy Claypole, you just wanted him to be a teacher, basically. He was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like That guy had more energy than most people on television before or since what a guy what a guy i tell you what we i i didn't realize that i was such a massive fan we probably wouldn't be here talking about this stuff if it wasn't for that show i reckon that and scooby-doo are probably the two reasons that we've grown up a bit obsessed with the paranormal i'm sure yeah yeah you're probably right you're probably right well it's quite a difficult concept when you're I don't know, Rent-A-Ghost, I was probably six when I was watching it. And to understand that Timothy Claypole is invisible and pushes stuff around because he's a poltergeist, that's that's quite a leap. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to change my my celebrity ghost to that, but I think that would freak me out, actually, thinking about it. Yeah, probably would. But if it was just Michael himself... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could come back and then we could talk about why they ever introduced that stupid pantomime horse. Yeah. Well, I think I think actually of all the celebrities we've talked about today, probably, you know, I think Robin Williams and that one. Okay. Is that's that's who Well, let's should get let's the most dedicate props. this episode to Robin Williams, Michael Staniforth and in addition, Kurt Cobain, because he has inadvertently made an appearance. Yeah, perfect. That's a good way to end. Um, yeah, not much debate. There's not much to learn from this episode, but it, it's it's been interesting to look at the world of celebrity, and we'll um, we'll have a less celebrity-packed episode next week. Yeah, but if in the meantime, if any one of those people does appear in my bedroom. A, I'm going to go to bed fully dressed. I have learnt my lesson from those yep. first two stories. And we'll do an emergency podcast during the week yep. and I'll tell you what happened. We'll do a bonus haunted episode. Excellent. 
All right, we'll see you next time on The Quantum Mechanic. See you next time. Are you the quantum mechanics?